0: back racks and enjoy the warm sounds of the beer engine podcast with griff and tony
1: hey what's up everyone griff here it's another episode of the beer engine we're back again we're still back we remain back uh now just doing regular i mostly mostly regular type shows um and as always i am joined by the podcasting legend himself host of over one million podcasts i think um and various uh networks most notably uh whatever the scott whitney one was called it's tony tony what are you doing
0: How oh not you? not much reflecting on the glory days of the vegas video network uh, of course oh, with such right, yeah. um luminary uh shows as um well, I don't even know, know one of them. That, I know that, Brian had a show one, on it.
1: That one that I don't remember the name of that <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch.
0: But I do know they had a lot of um, like coupon shows, like the radio version of coupons. It's, I've only ever seen radio the... Inv-
1: coupons, <laughs> wow. <laughs> is it coupon or coupon? That's something I was arguing with somebody recently. But uh, It's
0: cupy uh, mayonnaise, uh, but it's a coupon. Uh, that,
1: that, that stuff is good. Um. Boy, you know, I remember the glory days of Las Vegas podcasting, and uh, I wonder if now I could start swinging, you know, swinging it around, as they say, to to now be the actual podcast that's in Las Vegas that isn't in Minnesota talking occasionally about Las Vegas. (laughs) Maybe I could start. I wonder if they still have the meetups with all the little freaks or whatever. God, it's scary (laughs) to think about.
0: Like, if you're having a Las Vegas podcast, why would you have fucking meetups? That sounds dumb. Like, once a year, that sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, who would do that? I know. No, I guess I mean, like, the podcasters themselves were all meeting.
0: Oh, that's not right. The,
1: not They weren't hosting a fans meetup. They were all meeting to, like, discuss, you know, major issues in the world of Vegas podcasting I don't I don't know what they could possibly have been talking about
0: I can tell you one thing I know who didn't get an invite to that thing
1: oh I know and it was I yeah, uh... wasn't happy about that that wasn't that's not a happy <laughs> that wasn't a happy camper right there <laughs> and my invite to the beer media something or other or whatever the hell it is hasn't come through I, I bet I could probably pay $500 to go but I'm gonna go ahead and not because I don't really think I'm doing any legitimate beer discussion frankly
0: well, we're three minutes into this thing and I feel like I have spun my wheels for the entire time. You've been decent, but I've gotta say, I've I've been pretty terrible so far. So people strap in, this could be a rough one. Um, I don't see this improving. For whatever reason, lockdown has got me bummed.
1: Oh Tony's bored and he's he's feeling bad. Tony, what what do you do when it's locked down? Are you just I mean you you said you've told me you can go out for walks and shit, but are you like are you getting into the hobbies? Are you doing art? What are you, what are you getting into?
0: Of course I'm doing the hobbies. Of course I'm doing the art. And of course I'm doing some some terrible music that I don't actually share with anybody. Um, I just um, do it for myself. Sometimes, because
1: Sometimes your music pops up on here occasionally, right? We get a little bit of it. Th-
0: that is true. Uh, you've got some very early examples. And um, a lot of that was, was sample-based because I didn't know mm-hmm. these things called chord generators. They're great. So if you know... It it works two ways. If you know no music theory, you can just bang around on it. But let's say you've got a one hand that can't really play chords and especially extended chords, but know oh, yeah. a little bit of music theory. The um chord generators are great for just hitting one key and then getting a um minor nine sus eleven. It's
1: great. Now how now? How were you picking up music theory? Are you just reading a book? Are you watching videos? How, did you go to school for it? What did what did that happen?
0: Believe it or not, I actually. In inverted commas, because I was I was young, I learnt an instrument, and so I actually oh. learnt the keyboard. So I do know.
1: Oh wow! Basic you're scales. Bob, you're you're Gene Belcher in <laughs> Bob's Burgers. You're poking yep. at that thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. That awesome. that is a
0: good good comparison to draw.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the idea of me and you and uh, getting out there with the straw in the drink, and you have the keyboard, and I'm like playing a little beat for you. That's pretty good. Yay. Uh, Tony, I think you'd like this. Um, You know, you're not in lockdown, or you are in lockdown. Absolutely. Of course not. We are in absolute free-for-all. But uh, the vaccine has given me some probably unplaced, misplaced confidence, we'll say. Uh, uh, Or maybe just my own health in general has given me the misplaced confidence to be willing to go out to the Sunset Station this past weekend. (laughs) um lord willing uh or lord help me for for uh, forgive me for what i've done i went to the sunset around uh with with my wife out of town around the cool hour of
0: 9 10 9 30 10 p.m now and, can, uh, can i ask a question of
1: cards. yes so you're playing a
0: bit of cards are you getting nice and close with the people at your table are we running like a table of that's fully seated with all the hands. I'd say
1: this was a three, three person table at the time.
0: Okay. That's reasonable. Now, yeah, okay. are you licking the chips? Are you picking up the chick chips mm. and giving them no. a good old fashioned lick to see what they taste I'm like?
1: Trying, I'm trying not to handle them, but I do have a problem where I try to like see where I'm at. Cause the problem is I'm paying $10. So they just give you the big stack of $5 chips. And I immediately am like, I can't tell how much this is. <laughs> um, after the second I've bet once, I'm like, "Fuck, forgot." Um, so I'm I'm trying to figure out how much I've got left. Um, but uh, it actually went okay. That that was okay. I managed to get out of there with my at least with my money back. Although I was mad because I did get up okay, and then I kept playing because I was I was having a drink, and then I was all of a sudden I was back. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, and I went to the Orleans, Tony. Speaking of trying to get sick, hit the Orleans shit. also.
0: Even yeah. in healthy times, the Orleans is dangerous. No, I
1: don't think. I, there's never been healthy times at the Orleans. I don't think. I, I would say we're 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 risking every. I don't think we're risk. I don't think COVID's the biggest risk, honestly.
0: No, I'm yeah. a big fan of the Orleans. I, th- I think it has a good, or at least when I used to go there, it had a good mix of tables. Not everything was like five dollars, and and it wasn't every table was was. Twenty-five or fifty and above. It was a really good mix of tables. Um, yeah. The clientele was diverse. Let me put it that way. It wasn't.
1: It was pretty. Bu- it was pretty busy. Yeah. Um, it was cooking.
0: Have you ever been there on a payday? Because that's that
1: shit's it crazy. It was. It was payday. Yeah. It was. Um, it was last Friday. So that would have been that would have been payday. Yeah, For sure. Because yep.
0: the amount of people lined up at those cashier tables to to cash in their paychecks. Is crazy. I don't know whether that's still the case, but uh, yeah,
1: that's something. I I mean, it wasn't too bad when we. By the time I got in there, but it was, it was, it was, it was a pretty popping off place. People waiting in a long line (laughs) to go to TGI Fridays.
0: Oh Jesus, that place is still popular now
1: at the Orleans. Yeah, so
0: in America, you can you can cash your check at certain casinos. The Orleans being one of them. In Australia, not a thing you can do, but you can through our major casino in Melbourne launder a shit ton of money. It appears.
1: Um, or our, better, honestly.
0: Our casino is, um, or is being run by Crown, but Crown look like having their license stripped off them because of the way they've actually uh, flouted international laws in regards to money laundering. Um, so they're in deep shit. So it'll be interesting Never. to see what comes of that I, i'm sure it'll just be a new board but um they could face fines which would be great because they're pretty predatory i want to see that happen um they and are. Uh, but it's a really shitty casino you don't get free drinks okay.
1: all right oh, okay
0: you don't see a table under 25 dollars um most of the games are modified Ooh. games like 25
1: dollars in... australian what is that that's probably 15 bucks here
0: uh, and I'm talking 10 a.m. in the morning, kind of thing when there's a bunch of table open. So yeah, probably eighteen fifty somewhere around that American dollars. Give me a
1: break, yeah. You sound like the Illinois casinos.
0: Yeah, yep. And big into slots. The vast majority of the casino, even yeah. compared to like a, a major strip casino that has a lot of slots, ours is absolutely dominated by slots. And it's not like you can't find slots elsewhere. It's the one thing that. Is legal pretty much in every town. My town um, has a slot um, place. It's it used to be a pub, but now it's got slots and a, and sort of a bistro. And so slots are everywhere. And, yeah, and yeah, they I get you. they I love to gamble, hate slots. I know. I don't know where you oh, fall yeah, on that yeah. thing. It's just like there's no nah. interaction. It's just no joy to me. I'd, I'd rather play some form of interaction on a on a screen. Yeah. Give me an Xbox. I, I at
1: least don't mind video poker. I don't mind that, where I at least get to play the game. You know, poke poke around at it. You get to make decisions I don't, I don't,
0: there.
1: Right. I don't care for for slot machines. Although if you get me buzzed up enough, um, I'll I'll get Kelly to throw fifty in some dumbass thing that looks funny i'll be like damn that went that went away fast what yeah. happened uh i will say it's different i tried when to play buzzed. the simpsons one once i tried to play the simpsons one a handful of years ago and uh, that went horrible the 20 bucks just disappeared dude i was like what the hell happened
0: funny about that i will say one of the more um enjoyable slot machines for me um, it was a big game show in America at the time. Not sure whether it's still a big game show in America, but let's make a deal. That slot machine—that yeah. was always fun. Yeah.
1: yeah, Wayne, you actually get to do something sometimes in that game. Yeah,
0: yeah. yep. Do they still it's have certainly. the um, big? Was it Wheel of Fortune machines?
1: Oh uh, yeah, yep. downtown and, and stuff. The, the Mega Bucks are the are the still the big ones. Or you can get like—I mean, there's every few months you hear about someone winning. 10 million bucks at the mega Bucks. you're like, shit, I'm so jealous. But it's not going to happen to me. It's just like winning a lottery. So,
0: Okay, question two. What are your most frivolous forms of gambling? I can name two of mine. One takes place in Las Vegas and the other takes place in Australia. And one you mentioned just then, and that is the lotto. I love the idea of getting a life-changing amount of money. Love a good Powerball jackpot. Yeah,
1: me too. I love the idea of it. Sounds great. If anyone wants to. If, and if you'd like to send me or Tony a life-changing amount of money, yep, send us an email at Show at gmail.com <laughs> or a private message on Instagram, beerenginepod, <laughs> and we'll, uh, you know, uh, you can decide what life-changing is. Yep. Uh, you guys decide. Tell me what you think life-changing amount of money is, and I'll, I'll tell you where to ship it. So um, – but. I, I love the idea of the, of the lotto, but – and I love the idea of winning the lotto. Playing yep. it is not – I always forget to look at the fucking numbers until the next day, and I'm like, shit.
0: Oh, you don't have to in Australia. You just register with the lotto itself. You, you buy your okay. ticket online. There you go.
1: Perfect. Yeah. so not here. you got to go in person and pay cash. Oh,
0: that's some bullshit. So, big fan of that, even though I know the chances are you are more likely to get struck by lightning three times than win the lotto. So – um, and if
1: you'd like to strike me with lightning three times, send us an email. I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. And the other form of really dumb gambling that I'm a big fan of is at the D. when,
1: when Sigma that, Derby, that's
0: exactly what I was going to say. Love me some Sigma, Sigma, Sigma Derby. Derby. I'm not sure Sigma whether Derby's that's not that,
1: Sigma Derby's not that frivolous, but it is silly. <laughs> it's uh, completely frivolous. They're all, they're all frivolous, dude. I mean, I think the most frivolous shit is, my favorite to watch and people do people just do this for hours because they can just sit there and drink and they don't really have to pay attention to it every but every a couple of minutes is the video Kino. I think video <laughs> Kino is yep. an all time fucked up thing to play. Um, but then once in a while, somebody's sitting at, at a fucking Mulligan's bar down the street here for me. Oh, shit. Now everybody's going to know where I live. But uh, they win $50,000 playing it. or yep. something you're like, fuck, why aren't I playing video Kino I'm playing this goddamn video poker and I can only win $1,000? That's dog shit. To win 50 grand on Kino sucks.
0: Now, when I make it out of this hellhole that is Australia right at this second, out of lockdown, out of the country, come and visit you, can you promise me that we're going to play some bingo in Las Vegas? Yes.
1: Um, we have options for bingo. Honestly, yes. Um, Sun, Sunset has bingo, um, and and Station has the famous Station Bingo, uh, classic bingo game. I think I think South Point has reopened the bingo, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think you can. I think you got your choice of bingos. I say we. Get, you know what I say we do, Tony. Put, let's book it. Twenty twenty five. We're going to the oyster. We're going to get oyster pan roast, and we're going to play bingo at the Palace Station.
0: That sounds excellent. Yeah. Bingo is a game that that happens here in Australia. I tend to only yeah. take place. It's not quite as like doesn't have all the lucky charms and and the crowd that you get in Vegas. That's the fun of vin, bingo yeah, old, in Vegas in the, is the crowd.
1: That's Yeah,
0: but I will say we do. Well, we used to pre COVID have big. Christmas bingos, and they were always fun. Mm. They'd get massive crowds, big jackpots, always fun.
1: Now we're talking. Yeah. And yeah, ours that, were that, – That's another good time.
0: And ours were generally – I say generally because I would say 60% of the games were cover-all games. We are trying to cover oh, yeah. every every square in the book. So you your prizes would you not be
1: – yeah, pretty good, and you can get pretty toasty because the game takes forever too.
0: Yep, and it was BYO. It was in halls and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. A good
1: time. All right, now we're talking. And you don't have to think about shapes. You just have to fucking plaster the goddamn thing. Yep, pretty good. You can hear the number, and 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 if you can register it in your uh, booze-addled mind, you can you can put it you can put it on.
0: And that, that's, that's the thing, fun. because in Australia they weren't professional bingo callers. It'd be Cause these were always sort of run for charity. You'd get um, people that have their own lingo for each of the numbers. Like um, two little ducks is 22, Mm. but they would do it for every number and it wasn't always the same with people. So you really had to listen in to what they were saying.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Oh man. Gambling. It's so fun, isn't it? We love it. Um, Sunset Station was all right, Tony. I, I think that'll be a place I can, I can make, I can make shit happen if I need to. Now, what are the bad um, food
0: options there? Because we always need like a hot dog mm-hmm. cart.
1: No hot dog cart, which is depressing. Now, South Point South Point has the good hot dog cart, and it yes, they, the hand sanitizer. You put the hand sanitizer.
0: <laughs> um, but is there like a, a bad chain like the Orleans has? TG, TGI Fridays. No, no. Fud they Ruckers. just have
1: bad. They just have regular type bad. I think um, they do have. They do have an oyster bar. I have heard the rumor that it is very similar to the Palace Station Oyster Bar, so maybe I would give that a shot. Then they have, like, the chain cafe that is yep. part of all the stations, which is, like, the brass fork or some shit now. Oh, to that moment now. Yeah, and then they have the feast, of course. They had the feast, so. Not sure if the feast was open. I, I'm not sure it'll ever reopen. That was a classic uh, buffet, which I had actually been to as a teenager, funny enough. My, my, my dad took me here and uh, was blown away by the... That used to be one of the best buffets in in Vegas was the Boulder Station Buffet, but it's a uh, it's not happening right now. So now you yeah, all the Ve- same shit.
0: You know. you're a Vegas local. What is the current situation with buffets? Are they shut across the board, or are they back running and and no Some change? Of are coming
1: back. I think the big ones will come back, the Bacchanals and the and the F- Cosmo and. But the M the M said they're getting rid of it. That was the best. That was my favorite one. Was the M? That um, was good. That was that was good and it was affordable. But they're ditching it. They're they're getting rid of that. Uh, South Point, I think, was still like waiter served like like the service was bringing plates out. I don't know what that was. That just sounds like the coffee shop to me. I don't know what the <laughs> difference is with that. Um, but it's all you can so eat.
0: That's I, the it, difference.
1: Yeah. I think it's a mix of I think it's a mix of uh, a mix of the options at this point. Um, I'm not sure if, I mean I I, I suspect Win like the other good ones, right? Win. Uh, I don't know if Bellagio's was was really anything great, but I think I think Win's was supposed to be amazing, and that one's reopening.
0: Bellagio's was when it opened. I'm not sure whether
1: it. Kept I'm not pace. sure We've Venetian been... ever even had one, so I don't think they're It's not no. a problem.
0: because no. um, Back, back however you say that, seems to be perfectly placed in a post-COVID world because this was always set up for individuals. It's small like
1: po- plated, yeah. yeah. That's the and that's the the Cosmo has the same shit too. Is the same. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think buffets might. I mean, that might be a thing in my past, anyways. Just because I just can't. I went to the M maybe three, four years ago now, and I just couldn't. I was like, this is not. I can't do this anymore. Maybe I do the bacchanal, but it's so expensive, dude. It it's like seventy bucks.
0: It is, and at that point, you're better Let's, off I'll just, just go to the find-
1: fucking steakhouse. Just, what the hell! But
0: forget about steakhouse. There are so many better options, even off strip in Las Vegas. You're a local now. Yeah. You can you can actually search out these these Japanese places. Yeah, there's and-
1: a million good restaurants in town. Yeah, yeah I I, I'm, I I've been doing good. Actually, I I'll, I'll we'll talk about this, but I went to a good smash burger place. There a good bar down in here in Henderson that made a killer smash burger. Um, it's called Hardway 8. That's all I have to tell you. It's called Hardway 8. Go check it out. It's in Henderson. Really
0: good. Okay. Now, Anyways. What's your – diversion. We're on – this is like okay. an old-fashioned um,
1: – Now we're doing, CNA, now we're doing Vegas, Vegas news. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah.
0: This is a stream of consciousness. I'm going to fire a million questions at you. What is your dream smash burger? What's – how do you build your smash burger? I'll take you through mine. And then you can respond with okay. with how you would have yours. Milk roll as the bun with sesame seeds, nothing fancier okay. than that. Um, cut and toasted with butter. Um, then talking no 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 salad, no tomato has no place in a burger. Yeah, Make I your like own it, homemade burger sauce. Nothing too sweet. Mustard, ketchup, mayo. Uh, maybe some jalapeno in there. Maybe some. Um, like pickled gherkin, nothing too complex. And then just a simple 100% beef patty, super thin, super lacy, and with American cheese on top. I know that won't um, appeal to you because you're not into American cheese, but it's got to be that super orange cheese um, that melts kind of weird. And, yeah, and the, the meat patty has to come outside the bun. That, for me, is a perfect smash burger.
1: You want Freddy's? That's what Freddy's is. Um, all right. So uh, I got. I, I'm going to give you two. I'm going to throw two. At, well, I'll just throw one at you. I'll Yeah, throw make one a at decision. I, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's. Um, I I don't know what a milk bun is, but I want the I want the potato roll like the Martin's potato roll. Something Very similar. That smushes up easy. I don't care and doesn't really have a lot of flavor. That's yep. fine. Just need something to hold. Um, give me the uh, the smashed patty right so i want it with the crust everywhere crust on the outside give me all that stuff you know i'm i'm partial to a sharper cheese so um if i could get a cheddar on there i would do it because i like a sharper cheese with the with the burger if i've got a you know it's going to be the 80 20 right so it's going to be relatively fatty so um i would but if there's not i'll just pass on cheese i don't care i'm not a big i'm not i don't need it i'll live without it and then if I have an ideal world, hit me with that grilled onions. I want those grilled or caramelized onions on there. And then we'll go with also also a big wedge of red onion on there. And then the burger sauce, the pickle, the ketchup, the mustard, all that shit. And now I'm good.
0: My one variation, it's, it's not the way you're talking about with, with the onion, but I like the George Moats. He was the one that introduced me to it. It's yeah. um, one out of Ohio. Where it's a smash patty, and when you um, go to smash it, you put a handful of thinly thinly sliced onion on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you that's smash like it. In...
1: It's it's essentially a White Castle. That's what I, what I'm trying to replicate is kind of some of the flavors of eating a White Castle, but with a good burger.
0: Yeah, but but the difference is the onion gets smashed into the patty, which I don't think they do at White Castle. Do they? They just they, don't, no, they not have not really, their preformed five hole right, yeah. patty thing with, with really yeah, shitty meat. Though. Like the idea of White Castle is great, but like that's one of those things that you can always do better at home. And and that's why I don't
1: know why they exist. Mm, Not going to have, not going to be able to agree with you there. But, anyways, uh, (laughs) I want the, I like onion taste. So I want lots of onion in my burger. That's sort of how I like it. Um, but the one I had at a at a Hardway Eight was was extremely good. They have a fancier burger. I didn't get it, but I might get it on another day. And they got gambling there. You can gamble. Made a kick ass old fashioned too, which wasn't bad. All right, Tony, plugging along until item three on our fucking list here. <laughs> um, our our Discord channel had some nice activity in the beer chat this week. Actually, these my, these MFs are talking beer. For once. What the fuck's um, up with that? I've got to say. We know, spend 80% of our
0: time talking about gambling and other shit, and they want to yep. talk about and beer.
1: What are these guys talking about? Yep. So Max Allotment was out there. He's at the um, drinking some other half, which is opening in Philly. We talked a little bit about that, which was cool. Uh, Nick Torque doing some drinking before their new lockdown um, with a rye stout, which sounds really good. I love rye in pretty much anything. Uh, Beer-related, mostly. Uh, Hell, yeah, to be honest, yeah, almost everything. I like Ryan. Um, uh, Had a little, uh, oh, congrats to our friend w Tudes. He had some, he won, he he got his rev out there, very jealous. He was drinking it, the Supermassive Cafe Deeth. That sounds good. And damn it, I even posted a beer pick, because I was drinking a nice double IPA from uh, Nevada Brewers Revision. Uh, from Reno, though I mean whatever, and uh, it's <laughs> but it was a I mean they make great IPA up there at Revision, so really really good. And peep my old style tray, Tony. It looks awesome, doesn't it? It, my, it uh, does. Give me a break.
0: But it is dwarfed uh, by the size of a modern can. It shows you how servings of yeah. beers have gone up you can they were drinking out of those glass. little six
1: ounce glasses they're drinking <laughs> out of those you ever see the mugs at Chili's that are like four inches of glass and have five ounces of beer in them yeah those are <laughs> uh, that's what that thing held um
0: my grandmother used to drink it out of um really tiny beer glasses like your classic beer glass shape kind of like you know a miniature night no- nonic or pills and style yeah, sure. glass yeah. and so a stubby is what we call like a, a glass 12 ounce bottle. She would have to uh, pour her stubby three times to fill those gla- that glass up. So it was like 120 right, yeah,
1: mils. A tiny glass, right, yeah. It's like, what's the Always point can. of that? <laughs> we, we would drink out of those too. If you go to a dive bar, you still get the little shit glass or like the bow tie glass that fits like eight ounces in it. Um, cool, so... Uh, one thing we were also talking about, Tony, uh, a little bit about the basketball, um, and the basketball did uh, end uh, until the Olympics start, which feels like they might end quickly for the U.S. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Go Boomers! But, uh, exactly. Yeah, Mil- Milwaukee, Milwaukee, the the champions. Despite my light doubts of Giannis and Chris Middleton, both Giannis and Chris Middleton were fucking awesome the whole series. Um Giannis with like an insane four game run there. I think he what did he scored like 160 points in four games or something, 165 yep. points in four games. I mean, that's nuts. He was a monster last night, and nothing Phoenix could do. As good as Phoenix was, I thought both teams were really good. Frankly, I I know that there were some people getting on Twitter and saying, well, they both benefited from all the injuries. Same every in the league, and there always are. And but frankly. I thought the Clippers stank, and I thought the Nets were. Everybody said the Nets were a powder keg, and they were. So yeah. uh, you got what you got, and these. I think those were the best best two performing teams at the end, even even looking pretty pretty tired there at the end <laughs> of that game yesterday. But they were still um, they were still playing at a pretty high level. Pretty yeah. impressive series, I thought.
0: Now, <laughs> you may not be old enough to remember this, but is this going to be a true power shift? Like we saw, I'm not I'm not comparing him to Jordan, so don't take it that way. But I don't know if you remember back to the first Chicago championship, yeah. and the there the wasn't the idea that it was going to that Chicago were going to become this dominant force and and win three championships in a row and then another three, basically would have been uninterrupted for. Eight years right. or whatever. Are we sure. going to see that happen with Milwaukee? Is Giannis going to transcend for three or four years into that player that will be championship level, or do you think it's going to be the classic NBA cycle where he's just at the peak of his powers for for the right games this time around?
1: We'll have to see. I mean, I think I think if he could, if he somehow got a could shoot. I don't know what I don't know what then, but he can't. I mean he's, he can't. he's, he's so, gonna shoot thirty percent regrie, but yeah, but he's taking on what he that. is right
0: now that can put up fifty in it.
1: Based on what he is right now, I don't know. I think I, I when, when you watch him still though, like last night, he's such a monster. I mean it doesn't it it almost doesn't matter if he can shoot. It almost doesn't matter. Um the the teams that I think are probably gonna be well listen, I do I think the it almost feels like the Clippers and Lakers and Nets are old now. You know, weird That's way, doesn't it? they like, are.
0: They are old. Yeah.
1: That's It the way feels like built they're old teams. news right now. The Clippers probably have a run in them, I think. Um, if they? they did, if they did anything with that team, they're going to have to tweak that team a little bit. Um, I just don't think... What did somebody say? They, they said uh, they thought Chris... Um, uh, I forget what they said, but they were comparing Chris Middleton to, to Paul George, and, and it was um, sort of like that Chris Middleton was the poor man's Paul George, and, and now they wonder if Paul George is the poor man's Chris Middleton, <laughs> uh, which very well could be true. Yep. Um, Look, on, on that so right, I, Paul- I don't know if there's going to be a long-term shift. I, I do think that th- – I, I would say there probably is, right? I yeah. But I don't think it's just Milwaukee. I think it's going to be Milwaukee, Phoenix, Dallas – um I don't know who was who else was good this year. Uh you were including maybe. Dallas. Is there in that? another good team in the East? I think Dallas. I think when you've got somebody when you've got Luca, I just think he could I think you got if you could figure out even one more guy, you might you might be able to you might be able to make a run.
0: Well you need to trade Christoph Dull- Porzingis, don't you? He needs to. Yeah, that's he- your
1: mistake. Yeah, you're gonna have to get rid of that guy. Yep. Yep, yep. they ain't good. Um, maybe you could trade him for know. Larry
0: Markkinen. That seems like a
1: like-for-like swap. Like of course, I think the, the Bulls will be coming <laughs> back and being good or something. I don't know. Maybe the Nets will be good next year. Who knows? But I, I doubt it. I can't imagine Kyrie being normal for more than one, one season. He was barely normal those seasons.
0: Where, where do the Bulls actually stand? That's something I'm not familiar with, like as far as free agency and, and where? cap room. Yeah. Have you got cap room? Can you make trade moves? Oh,
1: or- we should. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we we have cap room. I don't know who wants to be in it, but hey, some- we always seem to get this some second tier, fucking mess of a guy. So who knows? <laughs> you know, I loved. I actually liked Carlos Boozer. I thought Carlos Boozer was a good signing, but um, he uh, you know, he always felt like it was a it was a we got the second best, third best guy. Um, maybe we'll, Hey, maybe we could, maybe we do fine with the second best or third best guy. To be honest, Levine has looked better than almost anyone else in the, on the USA team. So, um, maybe that'll give him some good experience. Maybe they will be decent and he can get in these competitive, you know, get, get that like USA bump, hyper competitive bump that, that the guys need. We'll see, um, being around guys like Lillard and stuff, but I don't know, boy, Giannis did look like a monster yesterday. I don't know if he can do that every playoffs then I think anyone's going to have trouble with them especially with how bad the East is he pretty much is he could pretty much get a free pass to the finals if if New Jersey unless New Jersey gets good or something so yep we'll see maybe it's Tibbs maybe the league is switching (laughs) over to Tibbs now.
0: yeah not gonna happen um, just right, an fine. interesting um, thing to look out for. We may not talk NBA before it, but um, NBA draft. There is an Aussie oh, that's yeah. going to be on the radar in the first round.
1: Um, oh, boy. A kid, I'm going to probably see him then.
0: Yeah, kid called Josh Giddy. Um, his right. father, Warwick, was the nicest person you'll ever meet off the court. Um, but on the court, he got white line fever. He got a lot of... Uh, Tech fouls, a lot of intentional fouls, Mm -hmm. white line fever, absolute madman on the court. So if his son has his drive with a little bit higher skill level, he could become a competitive NBA role player.
1: Is he is he going to come in right away or is he going to be? I know you don't stash. We don't really stash the Aussie guys. So you presumably no. he would he would go to his team right away. Okay. Is yeah. he playing in college right
0: now? No, he's 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 playing professionally. He's eighteen years okay. of age, playing professionally in Australia. So right. for the Adelaide thirty. So we we, we
1: we might. I might see him in the summer league because I will be at the summer league.
0: It's it's highly likely that you going. will see him at the yeah. summer league.
1: I'll try. To, I'll try to. Pee, pee pick him out and we'll go me and Brian I'll go see him he's uh, i
0: think 69 um and not particularly quick that is going to be his one downside but as we've seen with Luca if you've got the yeah. brain I'm not saying he's in Luca's class don't don't get me twisted there but he's one of these guys that, that can see the court and think his way through oh. Oh. the game of basketball
1: speaking of other teams that'll be good for a few years. Denver, probably. I think Denver. Once they get Murray back, it'll be. they will be another team to so look out for. It. Yeah. Just so our, just so um, one of our listeners. I know we have a Denver listener. I, he's gonna, he's gonna give me shit if we uh, <laughs> shoot him out, <laughs> shut them out. So Denver, Denver is the other one, and that's maybe one injury that did benefit Phoenix because I think Denver, if they had Murray, might have been a little. That might have been a little tricky for them.
0: Yep. Yoko
1: sure. Giannis in the finals would be an amazing series. That'd be the weirdest looking series you might ever see, but that's interesting. Anyways, Tony beer, remember beer? We love it. We occasionally talk about it. What have you been drinking this week? You got anything, anything, any standouts?
0: Absolutely. Um, bad shepherd brewery. Um, they've Mm. got um, some new stuff out that I'm going to wander down in my hour that I'm allowed to leave the house. Um, and I'll check in with my QR code into the bottle shop. I'll pick up the new toffee stout, I believe it is, but I haven't had a chance to consume that. But what I have had of theirs is their, their oat cream, which is a mm. sort of descriptor. don't know whether you use it in the States, but basically it just means super
1: hazy, thick and sweet. Well, other half uses it sometimes. Yep. Other half uses those terms sometimes on their beers. Yeah.
0: So the oat does give it tremendous mouthfeel. It is thick. It is sweet. Uh, it is... Fruit forward, absolutely delicious, perfectly balanced. Like it, it it, rides that line from being too sweet, but it doesn't quite cross it. It, it doesn't get clawing on the palate. Seven and a half percent, really, really delicious beer, um, just drinks beautifully. And <clears throat> this time of year in winter, if I'm going to drink a hazy, I want some body to it. And this, this has tremendous body and really enjoyed it um killer yeah what about yourself what have you been drinking
1: this week well i posted up that revolution or revolution oh my god revision <laughs> double ipa that was delicious that was called boy that had a that had a complex name that i actually have to look up but it was like the Sea something or other um it had a very it had a very lovely can um uh it was it was an, it was a very very um there it is uh it, it was a very tropical-tasting double IPA. Drink drank way too easy, um, like 8.5%. And, and I actually popped it into Corey's yesterday, and they had it still on draft. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll have one of those. And then they served it to me in a 16-ounce cup. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. It's 8.5%. Um, so it is a great beer. But, boy, the best thing I had this week, Tony. Holy shit. I finally opened. Um, so I had purchased among my many end of year love well year three uh, Horace purchases had been the barrel age version of two earlier beers. I bought it actually might've been the first Horace beers in our that we got offered in year three were uh Dade dolphin and um, uh, Pacific porpoise. And they were both very heavily coconutted beers. I, I mean, and have very heavily and, this, and, and at the end of the year, uh, the barrel-aged versions came out. And this was outstanding. Uh, Tony, a little here, let me tell you what we got here. So this is uh, a Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel-aged stout with coconut sugar, coconut syrup, marshmallows, muscovado sugar, raw coconut, and toasted coconut flakes. Uh, Tony, this beer was absolutely fire. It had good bourbon heat. a a rare amount of bourbon heat for Horace. The last two I've had from them have had a nice, I guess fusel flavor or some sort of level of alcohol, like ethanol flavor that I want from these. And they've actually popped. It helps you with the sweetness. Um, It's really, really good. 137 Percent, wow, that's low for them, Uh, Tony. uh, A little preview. We're gonna play. We're gonna play some Untrapped later. But why don't you give me? I'll give you a practice here. Uh, What do you? What do you think Phantom Porpoise is coming in at? Only 154 check-ins so far, though.
0: I'm going to say that the sweetness is going to put some people off, but I I still think it's going to come in at right at 4.5. Put me at 4.498.
1: Should have gone a little higher, Tony. Uh That's not fine. too far off. It's, it's four point six seven.
0: Close enough a w- for a warm wildly
1: hot wildly high rating for this beer, but uh good golly was it good. Um now, I have uh, the other version. I have the I have the I think it's called <laughs> Duppy Dolphin, which was a very funny name. Uh, which is the other version of this? They did these this brew with Jay Wakefield out in Miami, which we've talked about. But um, yeah, we have uh, this. This was an excellent beer, so excited to drink the other one, which also has a very high rating. So
0: now, do you ever uh, think about deducting them points? Very specific reason I asked that question. Waxed bottle tops. I noticed at looking at oh, the picture.
1: I should have. The wax on this was way too thick. So usually Horace does a good, Kyle does a good job with the wax thickness, right? He must do a, you know, they got the crock pots out and they, yeah. they must like kind of quick. This one got, got stuck my bottle or something, or maybe they all these days got stuck in the, in the whirlpool for too long because, uh, I was, I had to muscle this thing out, um, and try to get around the wax. Cause I don't want to get a big knife out and hack at that thing because it's too, it's just not a smart idea. So I have a good, like, solid, pretty, like, a forged um, bottle opener that I can usually dig at it at. But boy, I had really had to muscle at that thing to get to the edge of the bottle and then push it open as as hard as I could to get through. Like, I don't know, it it almost was a quarter inch of wax. It felt like, but <laughs> yep, um, it was a monster amount of wax. So
0: now I'm just scrolling through Untapped second review I see. Um, has has a as one of the best descriptions i've ever seen all it is is two emojis ghost emoji dolphin emoji
1: well listen nobody uses emojis like this person <laughs> she's the she's the king she's the queen of uh of funny funny beer emojis we love her don't we folks all right make sure you follow me on uh <laughs> on untapped uh, if you want to follow kelly let me know and actually i you know what uh actually <laughs> don't don't because she will just ignore you uh because she every time somebody tries to follow her on untapped she just says some weirdos are trying to follow me on untapped I'm like what are they going to learn about you that you post emojis and what beer you drank i don't know what
0: now i I looked in the um sidebar of untapped similar beers there are there a couple but it is Dupie Dolphin is the other beer that you were thinking of. Dupie? Dupie. D-U- Why is it dupy? Do- <sighs> Fuck if I du- know. It's Duppy. it Oh,
1: Duppy. duppy has got in a Blanton's barrel, which is slightly higher level bourbon. So yep. I wonder if it might be a little more heated, um, which is why its rating might be a little lower. Because people don't like the heat. I like the heat. People who are drinking Horace don't like the bur- that barrel heat. They just want the sugar. I, I'll, I'll, Give me that heat, baby. I want to <laughs> serve it up. So that was a great beer. Tony, I'm going to jump to the total opposite style beer. And we're going to do a quick version of Griff's Lager of the Week. Tony, I went back. To the well with another of my favorites, but switched it up a little bit so folks might remember that the very first lager of the week was a beer called Cool Ship Lager from uh, OEC Brewing, a.k.a. Ordnum Eccentricy Coctores, and today I went with their Cool Ship Lager Americana.
0: Americana? Corn?
1: Now, what did I think? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm, Wrong this was hopped with american noble hops it's from the pacific Northwest. so, so willamette? it was i would think it's a willamette type hop yep that's what it tasted like uh so they still cool shipped it all the normal stuff uh and instead of using you know probably the normal hops, right whatever uh, whatever them, whatever them fuggles. I don't know whatever shit. They <laughs> dump it in there. It's not fuggles. That's English hops. That's English IPA. Um, Saws. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Hirsbrucker <laughs> Her, Herst, Hellertau. Yeah,
1: Hirsbrucker. That's right. Yeah, it's a classic. Yep. Anyways, or Saws. Um,
0: but most this, likely Hirsbrucker uh, because um-
1: this had a solid American citrus to it. Uh, grapefruit, like a light grapefruit flavor. Not overpowering by any stretch of the imagination. Um, very nicely balanced. Some I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it anything like an IPL or anything like that. It just had this very distinct, light, hoppy, American hop flavor, and I really, really loved it. It um, had all that character, all that lager character that that cool ship beer has, um, and that super, like, I don't know what that is, just that, Rich malt taste, even though it's pretty dry. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it just it, has it, this.
0: It does. I I, I feel like it's a, eating
1: a, It's like eating a biscuit, like a like a cookie or something, but yeah. not sweet. You know what I mean? Like a like a tea biscuit or something like that. I don't know, but it's well, you still-
0: can get that with some really well attenuated, really well fermented um, lagers, where you <laughs> they might have a portion of vanilla or biscuit malt actually in it but the thing is it ferments all the way out and gives you that really really i even find a hundred percent pilsner malt have that really biscuity sort of flavor to them and are really nice to drink and it's it doesn't get hidden so much by by the yeast the esters um don't tend to get in the way so i i and i think that was a problem with the ipls And I think that's a style that we can basically confine to the history books. What they've now discovered is that if they're going to use lager yeast, they need to have enough proportion of malt flavour to balance because you don't have those esters esters to balance against. So, therefore, we won't be doing IPLs. We'll be doing highly hopped lagers. They'll just be called new style lagers.
1: Yeah. They're calling calling them cold IPAs now is what they've been calling them. But... (laughs) Uh, I'm not shitting you. That's a real name of beer. Um, yeah, the, I, boy, anything OEC does, and I actually went to a, a favorite place of mine here in town, Tony. By here in town, I mean up like 20 minutes away from me. Out actually out by, um, uh, where was I? Uh, I don't know. It was up in the Northwest, and um, it was North a place States. called. No, nah, not that far. That's Northeast. Um, uh, it was. a. Uh, called 595 craft and uh it's they have great food um actually had some fucking dope buffalo chicken tacos uh really good and um they had a bunch of oec on draft uh including the citrato it was called which i would say was slightly closer to an ipl um in a weird way but not you know, it just was very bright citra and still finished like a lager, you know, still reminded me of lager, still dry, all that stuff. Um, so that was an excellent beer. And I got chit-chatting with the feller there about uh, OEC. He said he's a big fan. He's been buying beer in town for 20 years now. Started a place called Aces and Ales, which is uh, still around, uh, oh. classic beer place. Yep. Um, and uh, we had a nice little combo over uh, wild beer. So you know what? If you if you drink saison and wild beer, go make friends with the with the local guys. Everybody wants to talk about that shit. Uh, nobody wants to brag about having twenty hazy IPAs on tap, though. So it, it is weird. Um,
0: is it weird or yeah. is that just a product of, of where you are? Because it sounds well, like here's
1: I'm here's what I'm going to throw out there real quick. So I want to talk about this real really fast. So I went to five nine five to and was chit chatting with this guy about OEC. So I feel like. And, and then this weekend, I also went to Beer Zombies. And I don't know if I've talked about Beer Zombies on here. No. But Beer Zombies is a, like, little can. It has, like, a can cooler, and they have, like, 10, 15, maybe 18 taps. And they're in they're in two of the restaurants, two of the locations of a, of a place in town here called Skinny Fats, which is a, like, a counter service restaurant that has, like, healthy and unhealthy versions of things you know whatever yep it's good though they've actually they've a it's one of the healthy things surprisingly but it's a seared tuna sandwich that's fucking awesome um but so i was sitting over there and you know 595 i would say they had a nice blend of some of the modern styles right some sweet stout some um uh, uh some some wild beer and some lager and some IPA right some hazies for sure maybe m- more hazies than i would like but that's then then i would order anyways and i had a good one so that's fine um so that sort of felt like it was somewhere in the middle of the scene but beer zombies is strictly new money it feels like beer beer zombies is new money it is hazy ha- hazy after hazy sweet stout after sweet stout they're making beer too, so they're not brewing in house, but they are brewing contract brewing or like yep. gypsy brewing gypsy with people. Brewing. Yep. And they're doing um and they're doing heavy fruited sour. The cans they have are all fucking 450 North shit style beers, so <laughs> glue and 450 North itself. So, you know, Dexter's Laboratory slushy XXXL or something, right? Like that was a real beer they had. Um, and they, I almost bought the one that was called 450 Cup just so I could talk about it because they didn't have the cup, but it was the beer named after the cup, and I thought it was funny. Um, so that was a whole thing. So 450 is, or sorry, Beer Zombies is new money, and then Corey's. I think Corey's is strictly old money. So Corey's is old money beer people, people who have been around for a while. They still have, they still have the hazies and the sweet stout on, you know, most of the time, but. They also keep a, a, a consistent amount of lager and West Coast and Saison and stuff available for you. Not to mention the bottle selection of, like, Dre and all that shit that they tend to have consistently. And, hell, they had, like, um, Struz, Trip uh, Quadruple X and all that stuff. And I'm like, damn, you guys have this? That's is cool. Uh, so that's the old money. And 595 uh, five kind of fitting in the middle. That's that's my that's my so far understanding of what's going on in the beer world here. It's funny because you go to Beer Zombies, which isn't far from anything, and the guy was trying to figure out where Corey's was and had never heard of it, and then he ordered about six hazy IPAs, and I'm like, damn, this is just a totally – everybody's just in a totally different world here. This is wild. Um, it's like going into a parallel universe. It's very strange. But uh, that's that's – that's sort of my feeling on the scene here after a weekend of uh, debauchery, and also just uh, you know, then just drink gin and tonic at the casinos, whatever. Don't drink out of those lines; not good.
0: So you wouldn't you wouldn't rate any of the casinos around town that's just it hasn't improved. I mean,
1: the M has a M, the M cleaned its lines. I'll give him that. Yep. I went to the M this weekend; the lines were cleaned. The beer didn't taste fucked up anymore, so I'll give him that. So thank you. Thank you to the M for not giving me a headache for drinking a revision IPA. <laughs> I appreciate it. But that's, I wouldn't rate any of the other casinos for beer. I mean, Sahara used to have a few good ones pretty consistently. They used to do like little tap takeovers yep. um, throughout the casino. The Sahara did, the the new Sahara. And uh, they, that, that seems to have ended once they seem to be running out of money, which is always, I uh, think they, they stopped doing that. Oh, well. And I guess uh, the, the Cosmo has bottles of Sculpin, so that's okay.
0: That is. Um, is it, are there still decent um, beer bars, with, even though they were overpriced within casinos? I believe there used to be one at the Venetian that was...
1: Oh, there's a brewery at the Venetian now, actually. Oh. Um, but there did used to be a decent bar there. It was called Public House, and they had like that's a whole bunch of cask, cask servings and stuff. It was wild. Um, no, there's a brewery in there, and I... I don't want to go there right now, but I've heard I've heard it's fine. I don't know, you know. I've heard it's all right. Um, if you go into
0: anything in there, it'd have to be like this new Italian style pills, wouldn't it? With with the naming and everything, the theming, it'd be perfect yeah. for there.
1: Let's do it. I, I recommend it in fact. If you do if hey, if they put an Italian pills on, my ass will be there. I'm ready. I feel Sign like me
0: up. we need to get some angel investors. If you're listening out there, we need to start a gypsy brewery specializing for the Las Vegas market in Italian pills. Light, golden, foamy, super easy drinking, got enough of that backbone that we're talking about. Just can go on on draft anywhere in Vegas. Seems like the perfect beer for me and I, I think it's a missed opportunity.
1: Maybe. Uh, people just drink Pabst in big cans here, though. I don't think they care. So you just sort of have to live with that. I'm not uh, talking Italian, in a casino.
0: Right. I'm talking at good places.
1: Oh, uh, okay, at a good place. All right, fine. I, I would love an Italian Pills. There's been a few that have popped up from some of the Cali breweries. But, I, I hey, listen, I live down the street from three breweries, uh, Astronomy, Craft House, and Bad Beat. If you guys want to cook up an Italo Pills – I'll be there. I, hey, I like. I think all three of those breweries are pretty good. So, let's do it, Tony. Let's uh let's cram through our our two segments. I have a little bit of uh of interesting uh, happenings around the beer world in a classic segment we call Hyper Beer Nerd Dork Shit News. Hyper Beer Nerd Dork Shit News. That's right. So speaking of Vegas and revision, uh. I, a little birdie told me, I'm scooping this, Tony. I'm scooping it. Big news uh, that probably a lot of people already know, but Revision from Reno, actually Sparks, I guess, whatever, just outside of Reno, is uh, is planning on opening a Vegas location. Um, they have it in the works. They have moved people down here to Vegas to start sorting. Uh, the expectation seems to be that it'll be in the arts district, uh, I think they would supposedly have a brew house. They say uh, they would be brewing s- specific beers for this location and shipping some back to the Reno spot for, for some packaging. And I would say that would be huge because revision is probably my favorite brewery in the state of Nevada. As much as I love some of the Vegas breweries here, I, I think astronomy is great. And I think craft house is wonderful and able, of course, but uh, boy, Revision is killer, and their beers are really wonderful. Great barrel-aged stout, great IPA, tons of West Coast IPA, decent hazies. Um, they're big winners, so I think that would be a big win for Vegas to get that in hand.
0: When you say they're, they're going to be brewing stuff specifically for this location, will it be in the same style of what they – I know you don't have any insight into the company itself, but what do you, what's your My best expectation guess?
1: would be that – they would be brewing the same types of beers. So uh, I would be surprised if they said they would be opening a wild program only here. I don't know if that would make a lot of sense to do in Vegas. So, um, I would suspect they'll be making more IPA, more double IPA and more stout and hell. They make good sweet stout too. I had a coconut stout from them this past weekend. And that was fucking awesome. So, uh they're they're really good so that that would be huge I, i'd be very excited about that we also have a voodoo brewing location opening up here if you're familiar with them tony Uh voodoo from pennsylvania um they aren't brewing here it's just going to be a bar um must have franchised it out but they're going to Kind of in the Mickler model, I would think, but they're gonna they're gonna be getting those Voodoo beers here too, which I think is gonna be cool. Yep. Not to mention the Brew Dog, which you know, whatever we think about Brew Dog, whatever. I don't really care about the beers, but it is a place on the Strip you can go onto a rooftop and drink Cantillon bottles, maybe. So that's kind of cool. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it's probably gonna cost 150 dollars, but we'll see. So that's the big Vegas news. I scooped it, Tony. Nobody else has said it. It's not on Eater Vegas yet. I'm sure they have to listen to this to get to get their scoops on revision. And if it all turns out to be a lie, I never said it. And nobody <laughs> will ever know. So who cares? I'm not a journalist. What do I know?
0: That's right. Um, We're just two guys on the internet.
1: I mean, there's two fucking guys on the internet. We're Ron and Jim Watkins, Tony. That's, what, that's who <laughs> we are. Just that one away. Uh now Here's some more interesting news scooped by a real journalist, in fact, uh, a guy who I've talked, uh, who I've um, uh, re- re- referenced in the past. Josh Noel posted today, um, and I did find this, but also uh, I would like to thank Kelly for f- also sending this to me. Uh, here's a stat. Uh, here is a truly wow. St- or here's a wow stat. Sorry. Here's a wow stat. I also saw truly in a sense. Here's a wow stat. For the four-week period, ending July 10th, Truly Hard Seltzer was 62.6% of Boston Beer's sales. I mean, that's a lot, Tony.
0: Fucking oath, because they're not a small company. Okay. Obviously, they're not selling um, much of their flagship beers anymore, but 60% of your market share just in Hard seltzy is... Could you imagine if Bud was doing 60% of their production in Hard Chelsea? that That's crazy from a company that was, as far as I know, purely a beer company five or six years ago.
1: Yeah, and even just as beer, okay, Sam Adams is one of the biggest brewers in the country, you know, even yep. just making fucking Boston Lager, which I don't know how that, how that product's doing now. And I know they bought Dogfish Head, so I'm not sure if that's included in here or not. Um, couldn't it, tell you. It, if it, like- it
0: couldn't be, surely, because...
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Right.
0: When you look at the um, the tweet, um, it has the um, seven point. Uh, Sam Adams beer accounts for seven point nine percent of its sales. It's so maybe
1: sixty-two plus twenty-two is eighty-four, ninety-one. So that gets you in ninety-ish, ninety, ninety-one. So maybe, maybe the rest is dogfish head. Boy, I don't know if I. I don't wow. know. Who knows that's a that's an assumption to make but we'll see who knows uh, twisted tea making a t- honestly this was the part that blew me away. it was twisted tea is 21.6 percent? i'm like i know twisted tea is having a moment because of the memes or whatever and stuff but that shit is so nasty dude you not, not good.
0: You're not a fan of the Twisted? No, tea. and they're
1: making the Tea Truly's now too. And I, I will have Kelly on next week to talk. She had done a. Uh, she drank through a lot of seltzers this past weekend, so we'll have her on uh, maybe next week actually to tell us about the um, the seltzer the seltzer crown uh, the seltzer trophy. But uh, uh, boy, the the truly making up that much. I mean, how much? Boy, it's a lot of tanks of truly. To crank out, and they're making a tea version, which sounds nasty. They make the lemonade version, which is sugar, straight up <laughs> tastes like aspartame. My man, uh, it's wild. But Sam Adams only 8%, 7.9% is Sam Adams beer. It's not just Boston Lager, I guess it's probably their whole portfolio. I guess, yep. So, I imagine, imagine the other how thing small that actually po- might be the other 10%, Tony, is Angry Orchard. Because that's them too.
0: Yeah, it is. That,
1: that, so it that might, so Dogfish Head might not be in here because no. Angry Orchard probably makes up at least as much as Sam Adams would be my guess. Yep. But.
0: It's amazing um, that that beer was a lot of people's footsteps into the craft beer world mm-hmm. and, and sells so poorly these days. doesn't have, at least for me, it doesn't have the staying power of the other footstep beers like your, your Sierra Nevada uh um, no, and you no. fed toys.
1: Yep. No, I don't. You know, I I used to love some of the other variants of Sam Adams too, like the cherry. The cherry wheat was a great beer that we used to get out here. They made a Bach beer that I really liked. And hell, hell, Utopias, dude. Hopefully they're still making <laughs> that. What a what a classic. Um, I still want to find the Utopias Barrel Age Worldwide Stout. I don't know if I'll ever find it, but I, <laughs> no. but I do want it. I won't find it. It's fine, uh. So that's the that's the big seltzer headline for the week, uh. Tony, I don't know. I guess I'm not going to mourn for Sam Adams beer, but no. whatever. We can we can we can they'll be fine. I can't do it. Good job, di- good job, good job <laughs> diversifying by Sam Adams. You got to give it up. All right, Tony, we've dragged this on for a good amount of time. Why don't we move on to everyone's favorite time of the day? It's a time where we play a game, and we we, we make you uh, struggle with the challenges of the real world, trying to compete, where we're all just competing with each other at all times, a constant battle to win. And I am going to shove you down the big deep well, and where hopefully you can claw your way out uh, by winning yet another round of Untrapped.
0: We're sending our love down the well All the way down. We're sending our love down the well. Down the well Not a lot of Lovely. energy from me right there. Um, for starters Just I managed off, to right. actually hit the right button. But what does it matter? I'm in lockdown. Yeah. Well or above ground, does it really matter at the moment anyway?
1: in a bad mood, gang. He's alright. We'll, we'll get him out of this. Eventually, we'll we'll drag him out to the fucking Santa Fe station or some shit, and he'll, he'll be playing uh, or the Main Street station. Maybe we can get the Main Street station back open again. Get him get a whipped cream, vodka, and soda in his hands. And be <sighs> Maybe you'll feel better after you succeed at this wonder, wonderful game I've put together. Uh, Tony, in celebration of the Of of the world champion Milwaukee Bucks, I have put together uh, three of the most uh, Wisconsin beers I was able to hobble together um, that celebrate various things that are very interesting and weird about the state of Wisconsin, which is a lot of things, frankly, about the state of Wisconsin. I will miss the state of Wisconsin. I didn't ever live there. But I will miss the state of Wisconsin. It's a very funny place, and it is turning into Georgia very quickly, uh, but of the north. But uh, it did have two lovely cities in it, Madison and Milwaukee, which are much beloved by me. And uh, it had a lot of just weird quirks uh, of weird things they do. So these three beers, I think, cover those things pretty well. So, Tony, are you ready for the big Wisconsin beer fest version of Untrapped?
0: Absolutely, I only know a couple of things about uh, Milwaukee. Um, one of them is Laverne and Shirley was based in Milwaukee, I believe.
1: Tony, if you go on the tour at Lakefront Brewery, which is probably the best-known craft brewery in Milwaukee, um, you have to you sing the song. You will sing the song from Laverne and Shirley. So um, yeah. there you go. buffer be incorporated. Anyways, uh, here is your first uh, one, Tony. Here's your first beer. This is from Central Waters Brewing Company. Central Waters is well-known for, uh, maybe not as well-known as they should be, but they make essentially kick-ass barrel-aged beer. They make a lot of good beer, but they make amazing barrel-aged beer, and it's insanely cheap. Uh, They make some of the best barley wine and stout barrel-aged in the country, and often at Iron and Glass, I could buy it for like four ninety nine a bottle. Um, wow. You know, 12-ounce 12, 12 bottle. But still, uh, a crazy price for this stuff. And here is yet another barrel-aged entry from them. Tony, this is called Call Me Old-Fashioned Brandy Barrel. Uh, so, Tony, this is 10%. It's got 1,642 ratings. Here's the description. This is the brandy barrel aged member of our series of old fashioned beers, an imperial red ale aged in brandy barrels with cherries. We then and we sorry, we then add orange bitters and angostura bitters to the finishing tank prior to packaging for the true old fashioned experience. So Tony, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Wisconsin style old fashioned.
0: Absolutely not. Can you fill me in on what that well, is?
1: The Wisconsin-style old-fashioned... Well, I'll preface it with this. Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, consumes at multiple orders of magnitude more Corbell brandy than any other place in the world. And the Wisconsin old-fashioned is traditionally made with Corbell brandy instead of bourbon. So it is Corbell brandy the cherry, it, not, not a good one either. The muddled maraschino cherry, like the bright-ass red one, orange. And uh, I, I, in some cases, and in many cases, I have seen it filled to the brim with 7-Up. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. You got the was... brandy, the bitters, all the normal, the brandy, the bitters, the uh, whatever else, you taught cherry, the orange. Yep. And then fill that sucker up. With the old uh, sodi, and uh, I, every time I've seen it, I'm disgusted. And every time Rightly I order so. a whiskey old fashioned, you get a you get a half funny look. But um, <laughs> that is a nasty looking thing. Now this beer, it without the seven up, it doesn't sound so bad.
0: No, uh, still doesn't say. I mean, good, brandy though. is
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah, brandy. So Tony, what do you th- what do you think this is coming in at? Ten percent. Sixteen hundred forty-two ratings. It's call me old fashioned brandy barrel from Central Waters Brewing.
0: See, I always get a slight apple flavor from brandy, and I know that mm-hmm. isn't always loved. With the, the brandy,
1: world. presumably, I don't know what brandy they're using to age this, but the brandy they'd use in a brandy old fashioned is typically champagne brandy. So, okay. what they'd make from from Corbel champagne or whatever garbage <laughs> version of it they use to make <laughs> brandy.
0: Gotcha. I still don't think this is um, – I still think this is going to be a deduction off a beer that probably should rate a couple of points higher. I th- I think, however, because it's a budget beer from people that know how to make an exceptional beer, it's going to rate above four. It's going to come in at 437
1: Tony, you had the right instincts, but you had the wrong number. You went a little heavy. Uh, this beer is at a four point oh five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not way. You're you're not an insane amount off, but you're pretty far off.
0: Yeah, not enough to get the point. My reasoning yeah. was was sound. I just didn't know the where. Logic. It would the logic was
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I think the brandy probably turns some people off. For sure. Um but they probably did it well. I I, if I know Central Waters, this beer probably is pretty good. Um I think for that rating would encourage me to actually try it, frankly, with this many with this many drinkers and with it being a red ale and not like a stout or anything. You know what I mean? So or a barley wine for that matter. So I'm interested in that. If I ever find it, maybe I'll give that a spin because I've I've typically like brandy barrel aged beers. I don't like drinking brandy. Um,
0: no, that's true. It tends to interact really well with with the malt component for whatever reason. Those barrels certainly do. I, I'm not disappointed with that result. Not surprised that I was off by that margin. Yeah,
1: these are tricky, Tony. These are tricky because they're weird shit. Um, yeah, now here's now here's your next here's your next one. You go for one. Next up. This one's called the Grasshopper Milk Stout, and this is from Mobcraft, a brewery in Milwaukee. Tony, do you know what a grasshopper is? It's a drink. Do you the know cocktail? what that is? Are you familiar with this cocktail?
0: I am. I forget what's in it, but, yeah, it's a, it's a cocktail. that's available in a lot of different places. Is that the one with mint in it?
1: Mint, and it's got ice, some kind of ice cream yeah. component, uh, typically. So... Uh, This beer is inspired by the classic Supper Club dessert drink brewed with mint, vanilla beans, cow nibs, lactose, and lots of chocolate malts. Eat your veggies. Only clean plates get dessert. Mobcraft beer, grasshopper milk stout. 1647 ratings. Wow, these only have five different an amount of five. The difference stupid. in the amount of ratings. That's weird. Okay, yeah, I couldn't figure out how to say that. Now, Tony this is only seven point three percent. Uh, this beer. So that's something to loft out there. Um, okay. The only clue I'm going to throw out at you. I'm not going to throw this clue at you because it's just going to confuse you more. This this brewery can be very volatile. I'll say that they they have. I've had I've had a lot of wildly different experiences with this brewery.
0: Thanks for that clue that just makes it a lot harder. Good. Right, good. Yeah. Love that. wonder if it has any of the creme de menthe or, or they're, they're hinting at that because that doesn't sound.
1: Now, Typically the drink has creme de, creme de menthe in it.
0: Yeah. De menthe, I'm just wondering whatever. whether they're going to hint at that with any of the ingredients. I'm not saying they're going to use it in the beer, but whether they're going to sort of hint at it with mouthfeel or whatever. This doesn't sound good to me. I've got to go lower than the last beer. Um, and the fact that you've gone volatile means I'm I'm going to go one way or the other. This is not scoring above four. If it is, it's it's pushing higher than towards five than should be rational. Uh, but I'm going to say it's under four. It's only under four by a couple of points. Give me three point eight one.
1: Tony, I'm going to give you that one. I think that's pretty good. This is three point six six, Tony. You're yep. about a you're a little more than a tenth off. That's all right. Um
0: That's fine. I'll I'll type that one.
1: Seven anytime it gets below ten percent, honestly, with stout like this, it's all sugary, it gets weird with the ratings. So it's kinda tricky. Mobcraft and by, by volatile I mean I've I've had maybe a couple of decent beers from them, but overwhelmingly I've had a lot of really awful things. Uh, yep. from mobcraft over the years um very brutal sometimes they used to do a crowd sourced beer Ooh. every once in a while a very stupid and bad idea um that usually tasted like shit. um i don't like grasshoppers i don't really like mint stuff though that's my problem i get it um, i'm not a big it's not that i don't like mint i love for example larb salad which has a bunch of mint in it Right. Savory dish with mint, I think is awesome. Minty ice cream, mint, uh, stuff like that. I, I just, is not for me. So I'm not a big mint chocolate chip fan or anything. So
0: of course the one exception, as we know that I will make for that is a peppermint crisp, those beautiful
1: mint candy I'm down with. You know, I like eating, I like a mint. I like to eat a cert or whatever, you know, it's fine. Uh, Maybe certs aren't the right example. I don't know. Fucking what's a what's a good mint? Whatever. Altoid. I don't know. Uh, I don't, whatever. Uh, but I'm not eating. I, I don't care for grasshoppers. Um, give me the Brandy Alexander. Yeah. I just said I don't really care for Brandy, but I'll get on the Brandy Alexander. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. All right, Tony. Last one. He's one. Okay. One more Wisconsin experience Let's for you. Let's see if I can get out
0: of this well and uh, just lounge around mm. the house for a week.
1: Yeah. make Being in the well doesn't even matter. You said. No, it doesn't. You stuck down there anyways. Get somebody to throw you a couple of cans of toffee stout and you're good. Absolutely. Uh, all right. This one's called. This is not from Wisconsin, actually. Weirdly enough, Tony. This is called When You Say Wisconsin. And it is by microphone brewing. Oh, Jesus. This we could be volatile. Well from these too. ones. <laughs> they have a little volatility too too. And this is a sour, Tony. It's a 6% fruited Berliner Weiss. Um, now, when you say Wisconsin, now that stand, I'm going to double check the the phrase. When you, when you say Wisconsin, you said it all. That's, that's what it says on the outside of these packages. Okay. This refers to a Wisconsin Kringle. Kringle? Uh, have you heard of a Kringle?
0: I've heard of a Kris Kringle, but not... Like a, a Kringle, Kringle, whatever a Kringle is.
1: Is it a like Kringle a- is essentially a coffee cake. Oh. Um it is but it's in a round O circle and it comes wrapped in you can't uh, you could get them in Chicago in the Illinois area too now. You can get like from Trader Joe's actually carries the ones from O and O Bakery. Um which and it's uh it's wrapped in like paper and it's a very thin coffee cake with fruit filling. So it's not like a cakey one. It's more like pastry. It's more just like puff pastry or flaky pastry. Yep. Um, And it's got typically like a cherry or raspberry. Filling in there, you cut a little slice off of it. It's it's very, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. Very good. Sort of a, a icing, like a, a royal, not royal icing. More like a like a glaze. Glaze, yep. It, you know? like, yeah. Yep, gotcha. Very, very good coffee cake. Uh, and don't you can't beat them fresh. I I would get them sometimes like next day from Trader Joe's. They would have them. They're they're good, but they're it's just not the same as getting it from the o and o and, o and Racine. So Wisconsin Kringle inspired, inspired Berliner Weiss is what this is. Oh, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah.
1: It has cherries, cranberries, Bavarian cream, and cream cheese flavoring.
0: Okay. In this
1: six percent sour fruited Berliner Weiss. 1,285 check, uh, sorry, ratings, Tony, uh, for this beer.
0: Now, the thing that confuses me with this beer, well, not confuses me, but maybe I need some clarification. Maybe you haven't had it, so you can't. But when they say Berliner Weiss, do they just mean Kettle Sour? Is that what we're talking about here? Or, or straight ahead, yeah,
1: it, Sour? 6% is not going to clear the bar for Berliner Weiss to me. No, uh, I would say this is um, a pretty tart HVCR? Comparatively dry. To, it's not gloop. No, no. All right. It, it's fruity and it's relatively translucent. Yep. But it's not.
0: It's glued. attenuated. Um,
1: it's, it's not a it's attenuated to some degree. Yeah.
0: See, these are the beers I really like. But knowing Microphone's reputation, I actually think this has got some promise. I've had some donut um, sours that, are, that yeah. really fall into this class that are really, really good. Um deeds do some great like pastry sours, not not glute boys, these these don't chunk out of a can, but but they're kinda like you, the beer you're drinking, you can't see through them. They've got that really nice balance of, of lactose or whatever they're using to thicken it up, cream cheese filling in this case. Um or cream cheese flavouring. This sounds some kind of
1: powder, I would presume, yeah. Yeah.
0: This is coming in. It's dicey in, in the fact that it is 6%. Got to deduct a point from where I was going to be. I'm going to come in at 4.36. Um, that's probably way high, but I say that that's where I think it, it comes in at.
1: Oh, Tony, it's way high. Uh, oh. It is a great beer, but the 6%, you should have come down more. I thought I, I thought you were going to drag yourself too far down. Um it's a four point oh seven for when you say Wisconsin. A great rating for a beer of this yeah. percentage and for of this sort of unusual style. Um and frankly for anything that's tart, honestly, uh, at this point. I'm sure oh, it's pretty yeah. sweet to be fair, Bavarian cream, but uh yeah. this sounds good. I want this. And yeah. it did, it did sort of make me want to eat a piece of uh of Kringle, which is a very delicious thing. But the problem is you buy the whole fucking thing. And it's pretty big, Tony. It's, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's maybe about, it's maybe a 14 inches long, essentially. So it's like an oval. And the I would say the, the longest point of the oval is maybe a, f- a foot to, to longer, you know. Um, and then you got to eat that whole damn thing. I mean, that sucker is big.
0: So it's like a Danish in a... Um, it is. What's his name? You know, like kugel tin kind of thing
1: yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. It is a lot like a it is a lot like sort of a Danish type thing, yeah, but it's it's more of just like the middle part of the Danish yeah. but with a crust on top, if that makes sense. <laughs> it um, looks
0: delicious. I'm looking at a few different recipes now. Yeah, they're, Ooh, they're good.
1: They're very good. Um that sounds nice to me. Yeah, I don't want the brandy old fashioned, I don't want a grasshopper, but I will I will get on some Kringle. Yep. And I would love to go back to Madison you know, someday and get head over to a place called the old fashioned where they do make a lot of different old fashions, including bourbon old fashions. Don't worry. I ain't drinking that thing. Uh, and they make the best sandwich I've ever had. It is um, like a fried sausage sandwich. So it's all like fried pieces of um, uh, like Polish sausage or like a um, like cute, like a I don't know how to describe it. It's not bologna. It's it, it, it's as close as you can get to that. It's like wide pieces of like kielbasa, essentially. Okay. They fry that up and slice it up and put it on toasted up buttered bread. So uh, is it like the Taylor, Taylor's
0: pork roll or Taylor's ham that they do? Um,
1: no, it's a little more real, I think, than that. It's it's somewhere between that and a kielbasa, I think. It's okay. um, But it's a great sandwich, and they have the best fish and chips you'll get in, in Wisconsin. They're really good and uh Sounds excellent. just some overall killer stuff yeah a bunch of good lake fish too so go back to madison get my hands on that someday hey allegiant i bet allegiant flies fucking nonstop to that little airport so oh, i'm knows.
0: sure it does
1: all right tony you went one for three tough break but who cares anyways you're in it lockdown and, and all your porn's down there so you can get all your pornos now we know that you're in the living room with all your pornos and you're some '80s stuff, maybe, maybe like some of that '80s. You know, Absolutely, we, we were getting, we were being nasty last week. Maybe some of that '80s stuff with the bush in it is still there, you know. And I mean, that's yeah, cool. All right, Tony. All right, lockdown just got better, huh? I don't know.
0: Lockdown for the win. <laughs> it's
1: almost yeah. like I threw oh, the man. game
0: deliberately. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta lock, I
1: gotta lock up for more. Actually, it's weird. Uh, send my head. I give me those noise canceling headphones. Actually, if I get those in my hands, um. <laughs> All right, Tony. I think we can wrap this thing up. Uh, what do you think?
0: I, I think we can. I think people can find us on Untapped. Here's Griff Ad on Untapped. I'm Saint Moz on Untapped. Don't um, don't um, stalk your way out. Just just if you're going to friend somebody on Untapped, just the two of us. Nobody else. No weird stalking behavior here, please. Um, of course, they can find us at our website for show notes and all our other links. That website, of course, is Griff.
1: Our website is beerengineshow.com. Boy, that was a new one you threw at me, but our email address is beerengineshow at gmail.com. Uh, get on our Instagram. We're beerenginepod on Instagram. Um, Check and like out said, our Discord. You, it's a popping. Oh, yeah. Get on our Discord. Our Discord's always popping off. Uh,
0: we're sometimes it's beer. we got
1: a nice gang on there. Yep. Sometimes it's beer related. If you really want to talk about beer, I'm down. I'm drinking them. Uh, so just ping us on Instagram, send us an email. Actually. Um, oh, I did forget to read our email we got this week, but it was, uh, it was, it wasn't actually good, Tony. I just was thinking it'd be funny to read the email from the fucking company that said, I love your podcast or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) which was pretty good. I always love when people do that. Um,
0: now I was thinking Olympics coming up. What is people's. Mm -hmm. Favorite Olympic sport to watch that isn't a mainstream sport. If people can let us know via Instagram or on our Discord, I love some yeah, good post old fashioned. Yeah, on
1: Discord if you're there on Instagram. Yeah, give me. Uh, I actually learned that beach handball was a sport, if of only you because did. The, the Norway team got in trouble for it or something. I was like, what the hell is this? And then I saw what they are supposed to wear in beach handball, and I was like, okay, it is fucked up. Like that's yep. pretty fucked up. That's
0: that's. That's sort of the wear that you would see in an 80s poster that, that was skirting that line between softcore and non-porn. That's how skimpy Dude, those... I
1: mean, it is it is it is worse than beach volleyball to me. I mean, oh, it is, like, sure. wild. I was, I was like, what, am I allowed to look at this? What is this?
0: Yep. But, of course, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of the shooting sports. So, big fan of mm. your, your trap shooting. Um, All right. Not... Indoor ranges, but the outdoor stuff with with the
1: clay targets
0: that go boom. Don't watch it any other time, but big fan during the Olympics.
1: Sure, I'll be. I'm. I would love to be on the basketball and in the and in the, in the soccer, but it's on at some god awful time in the morning for me. You get it at normal time, Tony. We You're do. gonna be loving it, but we'll not get me. It. Everything like the football starts at one in the morning here, so
0: we'll get it at a normal time for this Olympics and for the coming Olympics in twenty. 20- Thirty-eight or whenever the fuck. Um, it's
1: Brisbane, twenty thirty-two, baby. Good luck, Brisbane. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Vegas,
0: baby. It's known as Bris Vegas because there's nothing going on in Brisbane.
1: Well, at least they got space. <laughs> all right, Tony. Uh, you guys can get in touch with us. Do it. Come play with us on Discord. We'll we'll hang out. Get us on Instagram and email and all that stuff. But I got nothing else. You good?
0: Um, if you want to check something out on YouTube, check out Meantime in Australia. Interesting stuff.
1: Mm. All right. Or watch that QAnon documentary on HBO Max, which I just watched. Oh, I've got to, got
0: to check that out because, yeah. um, you know, I love myself some QAnon bullshit, some Watkins yeah. pig farming bullshit.
1: It is a lot of that. So if you if you like that, then you'll get a lot of that. All right, gang. See you next week.